to Vice of Victory Talk Show. My name is Ugodna Victoria, and today we shall be having question and answer where I will be answering questions from my listeners. And um, you can send your questions to me through my email, and I am Ugodna Victoria at gmail.com. I repeat that again I am Ogona Victoria at gmail.com. So, for today's question, will be a continuation of what we treated yesterday. And the question of that yesterday is As a mother, what can I advise my daughter who is preparing for marriage in a few months? So, today's topic will be As a father, what can I advise my son? who is preparing for marriage too in a few months yes i want to take this on my own this was not asked it was only the mother that asked the question but i want to balance it so that the man also will not have to call or any father out there will not have to reach out to say okay please also give me the tips for what i should tell my son that is about getting married now take another definition of before we start let us pray let us pray i father and my god i want to thank you for today i thank you for the privilege to share your word i thank you oh god for being your spokesperson the unction and the wisdom upon me in jesus name to speak your words daddy i bless you in the name of jesus Father, I ask that let there be confirmation and a performance of this, your word, to your people in the name of Jesus Christ. And I pray that, Father, you will release your power and blessing upon every listener of this program. Let the heavens remain open upon them for good in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. So I want to take another definition of what is marriage first. I said it is a legally or formally recognized union of two people as partners in a personal relationship. I hope we got that right too. I hope we got that right. Now, the importance of um, your son knowing what to do before he gets married i'm going to share some tips here which i pray will be ideal and useful to your son in jesus name the first tip that i'm going to give is teach your son to be an ideal man to his future wife you know um of course people say there's no perfect um, person anywhere that he or she will have to work at um, their personality who they are to be what they want but then I want to say that you as a father must have laid down some template you must have laid down some guideline by your words by your actions by your conduct of what you do because I believe that you cannot give what you don't have. If you're a loving father, your son will see that um, loving attitude or behavior or character in you. And if you're not 
um, the loving type, but the the one that they can't come close to, the kind of father that they cannot approach, or the kind of father that they cannot, um, or he, or she, uh, he now cannot relate with. Then there is a problem because that same attitude will grow into what he would take to his home. So it is not good. Also, now you have to teach him the importance of selflessness and honoring his wife. Selflessness and honoring his wife. Selflessness now in the terms of, okay, how useful is he going to be at home? Because there are some minor or minor, yes, let me use the word minor things that um, do take place at home or happens at home that the wife will be needing his assistance to do okay a practical example is that the bulb goes off no longer working now the, the him as a man of the house does not have to wait for his wife to come and change the bulb these are little things that he can do that is why he's a man he can change the bulb he can change the handle of the door he can fix the pipe in the kitchen sink he can do the plumbing work at home so that those are little things that he can do to make himself you know relevant at home but there are some would i call them young adults now that don't even give a hoot at all even if something is burning they will just sit in front of the tv and be waiting for the wife to go and check what ha- what, what, what is burning or something is happening they will call out to the wife meanwhile they are very close to that thing happening so this attitude does um, there's no need for it at all so the next tip is the importance of companionship your son must be able to keep his wife company in this he is not supposed to just abandon the wife and travel for a very long time whereby forgetting that he even has a spouse at home the, the thought of his wife should always be the utmost or the number one priority in his life. At least he could still call, he could do video calls now that we have um, gadgets, uh, gadgets and uh, technologies all around us to make or uh, to draw the distance, to come close, that you don't even feel that the person is far away. You can do the video calls and you see your spouse regularly regularly so this will also help now longing to be with the wife too is also necessary by the time he travels and he doesn't even look back maybe he doesn't even call the wife he doesn't even send messages he does not chatter up he does not do anything only until maybe when he comes back again and when he comes back um, the whole thing is just for him to get the action and that is all then he moves again to the road and is off again no he should create that avenue whereby the wife will long for him he himself too will long to be with the wife regularly constantly Communication is something, like I said um, previously, it's very vital. Do you know that two people can be in the same house and yet they will not talk to each other? What kind of life is that? So if through the little, little act of what he's doing, it can drift them apart. 
people outside will see him that oh he's married he's happily married but then inside the house he's living like cat and dog whereby he's not even conversing or he's not even communicating with his wife so that should be worked upon he should make sure that there's no communication gap at all the next is oneness let him see the wife as his own as his as his own body so what he will not allow to come to his own body he should try as much as possible to take it away or not make it happen to the wife emotional stability emotional intimacy he has to consciously work on this let me even tell uh, make mention here that we know that God also has emotional um, mindset emotional stability for instance now I can give you two what well, number one is when you give God praise and worship oh my god quality praise and worship you will find God himself inhabiting in your praises God himself will not send angels oh personally he will come and supervise that praise and worship you are giving to him number two secret is when you give God sacrifice your sacrifice can be in your tithe, in your offering. It could be in, in, in look, let me give an example here. You, 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 you've read in the Bible where Solomon gave a thousand what? Offering unto God. This was something that nobody has done before. A thousand. So, and it turns God, you know, it made God to like, wow, who is that person? Eh? You got, you got the counter. I can just imagine how God was feeling. Eh? He got to 100. Say, 100? And my son is still sacrificing. He got to 200. He got to 800. He got to 900. He got to 1,000. I'm sure God will have said, oh my God, I'm so full. God could not resist it. God could not hold himself back. He had to come that night to pay Solomon a visit. My son, please wake up. What do you want from me? God, do you want from me? So, when you do that, how much more to your own spouse now? You understand? You tell your wife, oh, I love you. Oh, I, I miss you. I've been thinking of you. You're always in my heart. You could even put stickers. You stick stickers to the places you know that he goes to. It could be on the fridge. It could be in the kitchen. It could be in the in the bedroom. You put stickers there. Just make sure that things that would make him think of you regularly, always, are things that you would do. You do that to your wife. Now, spiritual and physical implication of loyalty to his marital vows and faithfulness to his spouse you must not forget that that your son must be spiritually faithful physically faithful to his wife a lot of time maybe these young adults or couples believe that the people that are coming to um, witness the wedding they're just there for jamboree but it's a serious business it's a serious thing 
to honor God, that you are taking a vow before God and before his people. So he should honor it and hold fast to it. He shouldn't be carried away by friends that will tell him, see, leave that thing, it doesn't matter. It matters because you are telling God that, see, I want to be faithful. And God knows what to do. He will help your son. Now, dignity of labor is another point. Dignity of labor. If he doesn't work, how will he eat? So he has to diligently look out for things that will put food on the table. Not um, illegitimately now, but in a normal, proper manner. Things that he can do that will feed the family and that will bring honor to the home. And he should also learn to defend his wife. He should not allow the in-laws or outsiders to rubbish his wife. Because when they do that, invariably they are rubbishing him himself. He should be able to stand and defend his wife. Even if the wife did anything wrong, he should defend the wife outside. Then when they get into the house, then he can tell the wife his own mind concerning that issue. But not just outrightly outside there, you know, tongue-lashing the wife in front of his family members. Tomorrow when he's not there, they will do the same to, to her. So he should learn to defend his wife. I remember when I got married, oh my God, we didn't start off with having everything rosy, rosy for us. But there was one thing that my husband did that is always fresh in my mind. When I got married, we had to stay in the family house. Asuru Larry. And in the flat, we are given just a room while his uh, mother and siblings were in another room. At a point in time, the mom was this type of, uh, like, what word would I use? She was always looking out for something to just give to me to do. You understand? And my husband would come up and like tell her, I didn't marry a slave for you. She's my wife. She's my wife. She's my wife. So I wouldn't know, maybe, you know, that period I was newly married. And um, at a point in time, initially, the wedding was supposed to be in Lagos here and everything. But by the time they passed the information to, uh, from the village to my father, that if he dares having any wedding, traditionally, in Lagos, that they were going to excommunicate him, that everything should be brought back to the village. So at that point in time, my mother-in-law did not find it funny. She was like, how can I go all the way to Abia State? For what? For what? For what? And I couldn't say much. I was just like, mommy, but that's the right thing to do. So even though my father was like trying to look at their own part that, oh, the distance and other things. Oh, okay, we can have it in Lagos here. And we... But they, my, my father's people stood their ground. And that's alone that when they told my father that they were going to excommunicate him, really made my father um, scared. So by the time we got back from the traditional wedding and we came back to Lagos, 
my mother-in-law was like it was like every work in the house that can be given to me she will pack and so my husband had to come up and say no 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 mommy i did not marry a slave for you she's my wife she's my wife so you treat her as you treat your own daughter please you can't do this so and that thing kept coming up every morning as early as five o'clock even before five my mother-in-law would have come to the door and start knocking go, 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 go. My husband would say, just leave her alone. I would say, no, 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 please, just attend to her, please. Maybe she wants something, or maybe she needs something. And of the truth, by the time he opens the door, my mother-in-law is like, okay, come, I have some clothes for you to come and wash for me. I have some things, you have to do some cooking for me. Oh, my God. And my husband was like, no, she can't do this for you. Please, when I'm ready, I'll tell her to do it. So it became an issue. And I was like, Father, nobody told me it's like this, so I didn't know marriage is going to be like this, so. But then it was, when I remember of the whole thing, he stood his ground. That's where I'm going to. He defended me. He defended me. And I appreciate that of him. Because every, there are some people that will not even mind. Yes, they won't mind. They won't mind. But even when he does that, I use my own discretion. I'll just come from behind and I'll, I'll just wink at him and tell him, Mommy, oh, I'm here, I'm here. What, what do you want me to do for you? What else can I do? It's not convenient for me, but then I'll just need to bring peace to the home. Like, I can't find mother and son fighting over me. For what now? Ah, I shouldn't be the one to come and scatter son and mother. So I'll be the one to also make the amend. I'll close, oh, Mommy, please, okay. I'm ready to do it. Can you just give me five minutes? I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it for you. And that was just all. That was all she needed. It took wisdom to do that. Because I kept asking God, Father, I need wisdom from you. You know, I don't know anything. I just need you to help me. I couldn't go back to tell my mom anything because it's not their show. It's now my own show. So the wisdom to handle it, God gave it to me. So the next is also homemaking skills. Homemaking skills in the sense that the husband should please learn to assist the wife. Maybe she's cooking, he can be cutting the vegetable. Oh, okay, she's washing, he can be stirring the soup. He can do that for her. Not always, oh, bossy and being so mean to the wife. No, when you do things together, you find out that it doesn't even take long before you are done with that activity. Then you can do so many activities that same day, depending on your, the rate at which you are able to flow. So when you do these things, you will win an endless love. And the submission will come naturally. Naturally, I tell you, you don't need to struggle. You don't need the woman to come and tell you. Don't need to come and start telling you. Don't you know I married you? Don't you know I paid your price? No, 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 no. It will come naturally because these are things that uh, the, the, the woman now, the bride, is also looking out for. So as you do this, I pray that you will find peace in that home in the name of Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Father, I thank you so much for all that you have done and the privilege, Father, to speak your word. I pray, oh God, for fathers that are giving this advice to their son, that, Father, it will not just be mere words, but it will carry your power and your grace, and it will do that and even 
above what they are thinking in the lives of their children, both the daughter and the son, in the name of Jesus Christ. And I pray, Daddy, that every couple, every young adult that are planning on getting married, oh God, that you will bless their union in the name of Jesus Christ. And Father, that you, oh God, by yourself, will ordain that marriage and you will bring peace into their lives in the name of Jesus Christ. I declare unto you that you will experience God's faithfulness. You will not you will not run elter skelter in the name of Jesus in your marriages. You will keep trusting in God, knowing that he will not fail you. And that God Almighty will give you every promises that he has put in your heart, that it will come to pass in the name of Jesus Christ. I decree, I decree peace upon you, now and forevermore in the name of Jesus Christ. And I pray that as you go forth today, everything that has been difficult for you before now, that you will find solution unto it because God will meet you at the point of your needs in the name of Jesus Christ. It is well with you. It is well with your family. It is well with your home. It is well with everyone around you in Jesus name. Amen. You can reach out to me by sending your questions, contribution and testimony to my mail at iamugonnamvictoria at gmail.com. Ugona is spelled U-G-O-N-N-A. I look forward to hearing from you with your uh, testimonies that can never be hidden in the name of Jesus Christ. Stay blessed. Shalom.